Hello, and welcome to Media Monday Show. As always, I'm not Gino. And yo soy not Juan. <laughs> what? Because I've been doing Oh yeah, I, no, I get it. I get it. Instead of Japanese now. Uh-huh. Yeah, Gino's doing a new uh, a new language every week. It seems. Every Next week. Next week we'll be in Russian. Yeah, no. And then German, it'll be all like, Boss, wer hat ein Teddy, not Johnny. <laughs> not Johnny. Teddy, <laughs> uh, not Johnny. Johnny. All right. Um, yeah, so let's see here. This is episode 44. The Double Fours. Yeah, 44. Double Four. Woo-woo. Uh, set to come out September 23rd. Of 2019. 2019, the year of our Lord. Okay. Whoever that is. Yeah, whatever. I really don't know. My Lord is Lord Tyrion. Really? I don't know. <laughs> I think that's a poor choice. <laughs> uh, I, I think I would go with Sansa Stark. Maybe. Who's my lady? Uh, all right. Um, should we jump into the fantasy movie league? Sure. Yeah. Let's go ahead and cover that. Uh, I did pretty well. Yeah. I made up a lot of ground. I came so, up two positions overall. So I'm a little frustrated because, like, I thought I had selected four Ad Astras and four, um, uh, uh, the whatchamacallit, the Goldfinch. Goldfinch? Yeah, that's not what you did. I know, but I looked at it, I, I thought I had picked that, like, all week, and then I looked then at it Friday afternoon in. after it locked in, and I was like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would have been a lot closer. It would have. <laughs> so, Yeah. I don't know. I guess my thought was that, like, I don't know. My original thought was that the the goldfinch, if it may, if it dropped by fifty percent at fifteen dollars, it would be the best performer. And yeah. I wanted a bunch of those. And then I, I thought Ed Astra was going to do well because because I wanted to see it this weekend myself. Um, and for some reason, apparently, I picked something else. <laughs> yep, you went with three hits, and the rest are goldfinches. Yep, goldfinches. Uh, well, uh, Josh and I went with the four Ad Astra, the double feature, and a mix of other stuff, which both of us had at least one scary story to tell in dark, which was the best performer, for some reason. Yeah. I'm surprised that's even still playing. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's at my theater. Uh, Brittany runs a, or, yeah, Brittany runs a marathon has never been actually in my theater. Yeah, which is which is really frustrating that I didn't realize that before I chose like all of that last week. <laughs> uh, we did okay anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's not that far off. I'm six hundred thousand behind the lead. I came in second place behind Josh, and uh, yeah, like third week and 20, he's winning. Yeah, yeah, I know twenty uh, twenty million spread between the rest of us, except for Gino, which is a thirty million spread. Yeah, and. Rick has forgotten to play for like the fifth week in a row. Yeah, he's, he's still a busy got. Guy. He's still got Angel Has Fallen and Dora. Those are the last two, and those are about to drop out. He literally made no money. Like those, those were both zeros apparently. <laughs> All right. Um. So uh, yeah, fantasy movie league this week sucked. <laughs> I mean, for some people. For some people. 
I think I'm number. Am I number one overall or am I number two? I think you're number. I'm number one. Are you number one? Yeah, that makes sense. I am number one by eight million. Yeah, that's Josh about right. is right behind me. Then your brother, fifteen, and then Becca's twenty-eight behind me. I mean, this is still real early. Yeah, it this is. All changes so much. But all it takes is three million. perfect cineplexes, and you can lose oh, like yeah. the other eight, ten weeks. I can, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're currently on week three, and there's uh, thirteen weeks in total, I think. Um. Google is plotting against you. Yes. No, it's Becca turning off the lights behind me. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, Ad, uh, Ad Estrada apparently did really well. Uh, I saw a projection, and it was like between 18 and 21, and movie, or, uh, uh, Fantasy Movie League had it, like, their projection was like 15. So I bumped that up on the Cineplex Builder, which I've been using a lot lately. Okay. And so that's that's what gave me kind of my totals. I just pick things. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I just go completely against what it. There suggests. were times when I just uh, I was all like, "Pick for me." <laughs> yeah, I've done that a couple times. Like when it didn't matter. Like, like I don't know. Like before last season. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah. We're all doing good. We'll None of the really like seven times I won last weeks. season did I do the pick for me. Yeah, I just want to clear that, put that out there. F- fair enough, right? <laughs> sure, sure, right. You know. All right, uh, we got a big show here, so yeah, we should probably jump into the news. news. Um, starting off with news, Apple TV Plus uh, is going to be four ninety nine a month. Yeah. Um, it comes out just in a couple weeks. I'm I'm gonna have to pirate the shows because I don't have any Apple products. Oh really? I've, yeah, I've like, got an iPhone. That's that's it for me. Yeah, so you'll be able to watch it on your iPhone. Yeah. I and won't, yeah, I don't know. Like, there's supposed to be some good things. There's like some Spielberg stuff and some. Uh, I just I don't know about. I don't think every single thing should have its own streaming platform. So I agree. I'm not going to. Just I'm the, not going to reward Apple. Right. I really don't want to do Disney, but I really foresee me doing that at some point in the future. I don't know. You're going to need a player that plays Disney. <laughs> I know. I have to point, get like you our, don't have one. I mean, eventually Amazon will pull its head out of its ass and start. Maybe. Doing that. Probably. It's not like they're directly competing. I mean, they have you know all the other stuff on there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I I think it's Disney's mad at Amazon, not not Amazon mad at Disney. Ah, maybe, but still, I mean, that's just that's hurting. I don't Disney know why. Still. Yeah. Um. Because I don't. I'm not. I don't see me going out and buying a Chromecast or a Roku just to be able to stream Disney shit. Right. Yeah. I don't know. What, what you should do is you should you should buy a new TV. Like a big uh, shiny yeah. new TV and get one that has uh, Roku built in. Well, as soon as the TV that I bought in 2009 dies, right? I will, Which I will. I will could be any one. day. It could be any second. There was actually a while there where the speakers were making a weird clicky noise. That clicky noise stopped. So whatever <laughs> it is, whatever gremlin I had in there, he electrocuted himself, <laughs> <laughs> and it's working just fine now. 
I was telling uh, I was telling Sarah, it's like, ooh, the TV is going to go out. It's any day now, and it's it's still going strong. Yeah, that's. And there are some days where we have it running like seriously eighteen hours, especially on the weekends. The girls get up at like six and they just play TV. Like it's just constantly playing in the background. Whatever yeah, they're doing, it's crazy. I'm surprised the screen hasn't like burnt in or something. Yeah, yeah, we've got nothing, nothing wrong with it so far. It's it's kept up pretty well. It's a Toshiba. Yeah. So top quality stuff. Uh, like the newest Toshibas have a Fire TV built into them. Yes, they do. Mine, mine has a Fire TV or uh, has a uh, uh, Fire Stick melted into it. You say melted but, into it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 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 just there. Okay. It, it's very hot anytime I go over there to unplug it or anything. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's see here. Speaking of Disney. Uh, yeah, this is your news. So go ahead. Oh yeah, uh, just uh, just as a little thing. Uh, apparently, Disney wanted Quiet Place, uh, the writers of Quiet Place, to uh, start a new franchise or to uh, to write for Star Wars for them. They wanted to come up with a Star Wars property for them, and the Quiet Place writers actually said, "No, we're not going to do that. We just think you should come up with a new franchise, and we'd be happy to start one of those, but we're not going to write within somebody else's universe." So wait, they wanted the Quiet Place to be inside Star Wars universe? No, they wanted the they wanted oh, okay. the, the writers who wrote the Quiet Place. So John Krasinski and a couple other people. They wanted them to just have their own Star Wars series. Oh, okay. And they turned that down. The reason why Gino is a little surprised by this is because I kind of write in code when I put notes on here. <laughs> that way, if something happens to me, this show is just fucked. I do the same thing. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I agree with that too. Disney, even though they've spent all this money on this stuff, they need to take a little bit more risks, especially now with uh, Disney Plus. Um, they, they can do the whole Netflix thing and just greenlight everything and just have a lot of people come in. You know? Yeah. Um, and or uh, other news, Warner Media has partnered with Bad Robot. Yeah, like, and so, like uh, they signed like an exclusive deal, right? Yes, they they uh, Bad Robot is exclusive with Warner Media, and uh, they're going to produce. I think I can't remember. It was a movie and a couple television shows for okay. them. And uh, you're like, but never watching Warner Media. Oh, I'm I'm never. I will never ever watch a Bad Robot television production. They cannot. <laughs> They cannot storyboard out more than a few months. It they always get canceled too, like every single time. Like whether it's Lost, what was it, Revolution, yeah, um, uh, Westworld. That's a bad robot thing. Uh, they just they can't. They have these really big concepts and they're really well done in the first season or two, and then they all go to shit because they can't plan anything out. Yeah. And I remember for the revolution, which for those that don't remember, it was about a world where all technology suddenly turned off one day. And I watched it, and I was watching this thing, and I was watching the trailer, and I was like, oh, this looks really cool. And I'm watching it, and I'm watching it, and it's like, wow, they're giving away a lot of plot points. And I'm watching it, and watch, it's like, this is basically the whole friggin' movie. And it turned out it was a television series 
And when it said Bad Robot, I was like, oh, no, it's going to be canceled within a year. And it was canceled, I think, a season and a half later. Yeah. With no answers given. And they, Bad Robot, with the whole A.J. Abrams, you know, mystery box thing, they are incapable of finishing any story arcs. It's, I, I just, I refuse to watch anything. Their movies are okay. Their movies are fine. Right. But I, I refuse to watch any of their television series until finally a good one will come out. I was hoping with Westworld. I really loved the first season of Westworld. And the second season burned me so hard as I was watching. I didn't even finish it, I don't think. I think I got just three or four episodes in. I was like, no, no, this is lost again. I'm done. I, I'm, I'm quitting. <laughs> and I do not regret that at all. I'm, I, think, I think the show is still going on. But I don't think it's yeah. going to be going on for much longer. I've not heard any buzz about it at all. I mean, when HBO was getting rid of Game of Thrones, when it was coming to an end, they weren't advertising Westworld like crazy. Because they knew. They knew. So, right. Right. Uh, uh, continuing on with news, um, South Park has been renewed uh, through 2022. Which? So they're, they're going to knock out another three seasons. Seems ridiculous. And like, yeah, uh, the thing is, though, uh, both Trey Parker and Matt Stone have said that they are going to also focus more on um, movies instead. They're going to be doing a lot of movies. This was part of their deal, that they were allowed to have time to, I think, write a movie a year is what their plan is. Okay. Like a South Park and movie a year? No, they're not South Park related. <laughs> they're just, it's going to be like basketball and all that kind of stuff. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's better. Growth. You know, just uh, they've you know they've had a series of a few movies, but they're going to start branching out and doing that because they're just even they have said that they're just burnt out. But as long as Comedy Central renews us, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Okay. Um. um go on. Uh, more Disney news. Yeah. So uh, Disney Plus is going to have uh, like your DVD Blu-ray extras on there as well. I really like that, actually. I think more streaming things should have that as an option. I agree. Um, did you know that uh, with with Plex, if you have Plex Pass, then those become, like, you go to your movies and it'll have, like, extra stuff in there? Oh, I wasn't aware of that. That's, that's yeah. good to know. Like, your, yeah, like, your, your movies that you have, on, like, just your, your normal movies you've ripped or whatever that you have on Plex will have... Yeah. Like from the internet, um, like extras. Cool. So it'll aggregate some of that stuff. Yeah. Via like YouTube or something. Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. Because I've looked up some extras on YouTube every now and then when I've heard like, oh, this movie has done this and that. Now you know, with Disney and everything, they've just been re-releasing the movie in theater a few months later with all these basic extras added back. So. Yeah, um, let's see here. So, I put this in, like, two weeks ago, like, at the start of the news, new news, this, yeah, this new series. Um, yeah. the Sony wanted Spider-Man and Venom in the MCU for, like, 30%. Okay. Uh, so, the, like, the deal where they were looking to make was that, like, Spider-Man and Venom, and they wanted Venom thrown in as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They, they definitely want that to continue on. And they wanted it in the MCU, so, um, and, and and I haven't heard any more about that. I heard something yeah. today that they're talking like like Sony wants ten billion dollars and they'll just sell it back to him, to Marvel. Um, 
that's, which that's 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 a hefty price for yeah for Spider-Man, but. I don't think they'll do that for Spider-Man. But if they can get it, uh, the get it is, down the, further, they might just buy it outright, yeah. I, I, I can see them definitely spending, you know, $5 billion on that right away. I don't think that'd be a question for them. No, would it be Spider-Man or... Do you think it'd be just Spider-Man or do you think it'd be Spider-Man and the whole... All they, that stuff if, if, if for they, like $10 if billion. They, if they sell it, it would be his entire rogues gallery as well. So it'd be Venom, all that kinds of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Um... That might be worth see, like five, eight, maybe. I can see Disney spending probably eight billion dollars on that, just so they don't have to change any of their plans. Um, and suddenly, you know, refer to Spider-Man in the MCU as the kid. Oh, where's the kid been? Right. Oh, he's been busy doing his own thing. Oh, he's been struggling, you know, and just all this kinds of stuff, you know. Or he's been trying to lay low lately, ever since you know that one thing happened. You know, just basically refer to him in the third person as, or just, you know, use basic pronouns for him and everything. Because I can see them just doing that from now on, too. Yeah. Um, but I think, night I monkey. think long term, yes, the Night Monkey. Um, I can see them dropping probably $8 billion to buy him back. Uh, not, not $10 because that's too short term for them. Right. Um, but I think they can recoup. With all of the movies and everything, I can I think they'd recoup probably four billion right off, like in the next you know ten years or so. Yeah, but the thing is, is like I, I mean, they at this point, also, pretty much any Marvel movie they're making is going to be a billion dollars. Uh, yes, just about like like Disney is just printing money left and right with these films. Um, but the thing is, is that. Um, let me think. Where was I going with this? I, I think also Disney could very well be like, hey, no, without... You can keep the characters, or you can keep the characters. You can keep the actors. But without our writers, and without our production, and without our um, our big movie universe, you're going to flop. It's going to make just a few million dollars, or a couple hundred million dollars. Uh, you're going to eat all of that cost, because you're going to invest more than that to reboot this entire series. And then in 10 years, it's going to revert back to us anyway because you're going to keep moving, you know, keep making reboot after reboot that keeps flopping. And it's just going to be like the Fantastic Four and yep. a couple other things, you know. Like, it's, I mean, I can see them basically saying that, you know, it's like, hey, we will offer you $5 billion upright, or it's going to come back to us anyway when you fail at this. Because that's the way Sony was going. This is why this whole thing has worked out so well in Sony's favor. Um, I could also see them just taking the thirty percent, like, uh, like, I, I, like with the thirty percent. Is that the thirty percent is what Disney makes, or is that thirty percent what Sony makes? I don't know. Uh, all I saw was thirty <laughs> percent. I think, I think that because I think Disney, that's what Sony makes. Because Disney was uh, proposed fifty fifty split. Oh, okay. Like they would, they would pr- like Sony would produce fifty percent of every movie that Spider Man was fronting, like just you know the Spider Man specific movies. Um, when he appears in other things, they obviously don't have to front for anything like that. Um, but it was going to be fifty percent, and then fifty percent of the proceeds. Which Disney before that, like with the Spider Man movies we've gotten, they were getting five percent, and they were having five percent production investment. Okay. So on that, uh, on that, on the billion dollar Far From Home, uh, they only made five percent of that actually. Really? Okay. Yeah. 
Like, the movie made that much. Then it must be, like, 30% for for Disney. For Disney, yeah. I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah. Um, Disney might go ahead and do that. And I think they will just start limiting how many movies he's in. Like, how many solo movies he has. And just really up the amount of movies he appears in. Right. You know? Like, he'll make cameos in all of them, and it'll essentially be a movie in of itself. Yeah. You know? Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's... I, I can see them going with that. And, like, because, honestly, if they kick in Venom, too, if they are able to make two movies a year, basically, one Spider-Man movie and one Venom movie with Disney... Yeah. I mean, they would be making, you know, nearly $2 billion a right, year. Right, yeah, yeah. Basically, without any kind of risk, too. And with, uh, with Disney doing, uh, the, what is it, the Multiverse of Madness or whatever with, uh, Doctor Strange, and it's mm-hmm. gonna be like a horror movie, I can see them doing that with Venom. That's yeah, what yeah. I wanted Venom to be anyway, so. Like, just go straight horror movie with Venom. I would love that. Um, so you added this when I was, I, I discovered this and I was about to go update the doc and you had updated it just before me. Uh, but movie pass is a fine, has finally shut down. Yeah. They, they have stated that they, uh, are going to reassess and hopefully open back up, but they, they're not. No, no, they're selling off. Yeah, I know. That's just in the whole press pass that they released and everything. Like, I like and, that they, they announced that they're like, it's like, on Friday, they're like, we're going to close tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> not well, they, not they like in a couple m- weeks, but like Well, tomorrow. the thing is, they didn't want a mad rush for people asking for money back or for people going to see those last couple movies. Yeah, I guess that's because true. apparently, MoviePass has been losing like $2 million a month since it opened. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't shut down earlier. Yeah. I don't know. They still have like 225,000 subscribers as of last report in like April. If if I was in Denver, I, I would have kept my movie pass. Yeah. Because there were still theaters that were just, you regularly just go, you know. It was, I think, three a week you could go see mm-hmm. or something like that. But there were still theaters in in Denver where you could just do that at and so if I was anywhere within 40 minutes of those I would have just I would have kept my movie pass the entire time well I mean I don't know everybody knew it was going to fail eventually but it's it's really changed the the landscape of things so it has that's good it's forced a lot of things AMC Regal and uh, Cinemark and there was another one um I think Alamo but, Draft House is doing the same. Doing yeah, subscription. It was. As well. it, it never took Alamo Draft House. Never took uh, Movie Pass, though. I don't think they didn't accept that. I, I don't think they had a choice. I don't think it. Like the way Movie Pass worked was, it was just a normal credit card. Mm, I'm not sure. I, I remember one of them just did not. AMC didn't like it. Oh, that's um, right. AMC was very much against that. I was that's trying right. hard not to take it, but they—I mean, with it being just a normal credit card, you can't—you can't really stop it. And uh, they were paying do... full price. <laughs> yeah, 
but it's it's one of those things that uh, everybody saw this coming. But at least it has changed a few things. I'm I'm so far pretty happy with my Regal Pass, my Regal Unlimited. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to fold as easily as the other ones. Okay. Uh, moving on. So I got this alert on my phone that said that there was going to be a reboot uh, or a remake of uh, Saved by the Bell and a remake of Battlestar Galactica on Peacock. Okay. okay which and I was is like, an NBC thing? Yes, NBC's NBC Universal's streaming service is okay. which which everybody's known that NBC's Universal streaming service is coming in like April. Okay. Um yeah. but nobody knew what it was called. Uh, and like I was like, "Oh, so you're burying the lead like telling me all these new shows and uh-huh. things and then it's like Peacock." <laughs> uh-huh. So, yeah. Um but I'm I'm interested in both those, I guess. I I feel like a Saved by the Bell Re- uh, remake could be good. I don't know. Yeah, as long as yeah. it's not there's like a, a Riverdale. A lot of there in that good. Yeah, it's one of those things that can easily translate. I just don't. I mean, they're obviously just going by the fact of nostalgia and everything, right? Because I mean, just angsty teens in high school. And uh, the the Battlestar Galactica remake. Is, I mean, a lot um, of people, a lot of nerds will buy it just for that. Maybe, like the, and it's uh it's done by um what's his name, uh Sam Esmiel the the guy the the uh Mr Robot guy. Okay, yeah, the guy who did Mr Robot. So, okay, fair enough. Uh, it could be edgy. Could I think. be. So it could be. And now is it a is it a reboot or is that a? Yes, it's like a just continuation. With it's a the reboot, universe? I think. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I assume it's a reboot. Um, Battlestar Galactica is one of those things that I've always wanted to get in, but I don't know how or where, you know? Right. I don't know if I should go full classic and watch them chronologically in time of release, or if I should watch them in storyline, or if I should watch just, like, the handpick of, you know, what is the best of, you know? Yeah. So if you are out there listening and you have an opinion on that, please let me know, and I will follow it. Yeah, sure. (laughs) What? MediaMondayShow at gmail.com. Yes. Thirsty bitches. Need emails. Oh, I should check our email and just make sure we don't have any. Um, Yeah, we we don't, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, New releases? Yeah, we can do that. Um... So, uh, this next two weeks is, is like, basically all the, um, the new, like, shows on your broadcast TV, um, like ABC, NBC, Fox, CBS, all those. So, uh, we'll, we'll hit, like, Netflix here has a show, it's a Monday release show, so you know it's not going to be any good. Uh, it's called Team Kaylee. And uh, it's about, like, a reality TV star being forced to, like, having, like, court issues or whatever and being forced to, um, like, be the leader of a wilderness group or something. Fun. Yeah. (laughs) It looks really bad. Like, it looks... Yeah. It looks like, I don't know, like, Disney Channel style of show. I mean... 
It doesn't sound like an interesting story. Does it have any good actors or anything? No. No. Okay, fair enough. It's just it's just Netflix trying to fill up their lineup. Got it. Now, uh, let's see. There's a Jeff Dunham special called yeah, behind I, beside himself behind behind himself. Behind, I mean, he gets behind himself too sometimes. Yes. Gets, um, I like I like Jeff Dunham. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's one of those things that all of his specials that you know I've always laughed at. Yeah. He's the the puppet guy. Yeah. He is. Yeah. He's he's Peanut Walter. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's got. He'll probably bring out a new things. one. For I'm sure list. he always has one or two new ones that he brings out. Oh, the jalapeno on a stick. Yeah, on a stick. On a stick. All right. Uh, so there's the Jeff Dunham special. There's also a Nikki Glaser special called Bangin'. Okay, I don't know who Nikki Glaser is. Uh, Nikki Glaser, did you did you watch the? Uh, uh, she's she's a blonde chick. Did you watch? Didn't you watch some of the? Um, Comedy Central stand-ups on Pluto? Some of them, yeah, I guess. Uh, they always had commercials for Nikki Glaser. Okay. Uh, between, like, when they had commercials. Uh, she's the the one that's all like, I take birth control, like, some people take fish oil. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she, she makes jokes about that and finger-banging sure. and all this other stuff. So, like, she's pretty funny. Fair enough. Um... I've seen like her special Perfect is is pretty good. Okay, like so is um, it on Netflix as well. I don't know. Okay, um, I I saw it like on like Comedy Central or something like years ago. It's that's it, an old special. Okay. Um, and then Netflix also has a show called Raising Dion, which is okay. uh, produced and has like. Little bits from, um, what's his face? Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Um, and it's about, like, this guy, like, disappears in a storm one night, and his, like, his, his wife is left raising their kid, and the kid had developed superpowers. Okay. And, uh, it actually looks kind of decent. Okay, and it's just produced by Michael B. Jordan. It's not starring him or anything. He's in it. He's the the father that disappears in the storm. Oh, okay. So the father's a superhero. Uh, probably. The storm wasn't the storm was a nemesis. Maybe. Yeah, I'm calling it. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, so that's um, on Netflix. Yeah, that's Netflix. Uh, there wasn't really anything Amazon for the next two weeks. Uh, Hulu has an Into the Dark special, Uncanny Annie, which is, they're coming up on a year of, of these Into the Dark things, so this is another Halloween-y one, this is just a horror thing in general. Okay. Uh, it's like horror Jumanji, like they're trapped in a game. Okay. And they have to keep playing the game and people die. Huh, okay. So that's interesting. That's, I'm... I'm not too surprised, I guess, but I, I'm surprised they're not going to just keep recycling them. Because um, I really thought that once they got to a year, it's like, okay, well, now we have a Halloween. We have one literally for every holiday. Yeah. And, you know, people will crank out their favorite ones. All these horror buffs will crank them out on every holiday. And we'll get views based on that and everything. But, okay, so that's that's interesting. They're going to keep going. Yeah, so I mean, horror is horror is so easy to produce. Like I could produce a horror film. Yeah. 
Um, so, yeah, that's Hulu. Uh, then we got, like, a whole string of traditional TV new releases. Um, so, starting on, like, Monday, the, this releases, we've got a CBS show called All Rise. Is that um, a court drama? It is a court drama. Uh, okay. It's about... Uh, it's about a judge, actually. Like, normally you get, like, lawyers and things, and this is, like, from a judge's yeah. point of view. Fair enough. That's, that, that could be interesting. That's an interesting take. And, uh, like, she's a new judge. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, it's, it's kind of a, like, watching the trailer, it looked kind of, like, kind of funny, kind of, it's not like Law and Order, it's more like, I don't know, Grey's Anatomy of Judges. Okay, fair enough. Um, let's see here. There's Bluff City Law, which is okay. on NBC, uh, and it takes place in uh, Memphis, and it's actually shot in Memphis too. Um, That's interesting. And um, it's uh, their like class action lawsuit against like a big polluting company or something like that. I think. Okay. I don't know if that's the entire story of it or if there there's more. I don't know if it's procedural law or if it's like one big long story like that. It might, it might be that's the overarching season story and then they have small cases beneath that or I'm something. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they'll have stuff to break up. That way they bring on, you know, actor of the month or whatever and have little cameos because it's, you know, somebody being sued or somebody suing or something, Maybe. you know. I, uh, I, I can see them doing that. So, let's see here. That's on NBC. Uh, CBS has a comedy called Bob Hart's Abishola. Abishola. I'm glad you pronounced that. I watched the trailer, so I know. Abishola. 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 Um, and uh, it's got the guy from... Um, oh, now I'm dropping the, the name of the show. Mike and Molly? Is that okay, the name yeah, of the Mike show? It's got the, yeah. the big guy from that. Okay, and um, he's got a horrible mustache. And okay. um, he uh, he has a heart attack and ends up in the hospital. And uh, like one of the nurses that's taking care of him is this lady from Nigeria named Abishola. Okay. And uh, he... Falls in love. Yes. And... Comedy ensues. Fair enough. Uh, I don't see getting an entire series out of that. Yeah, it like a movie concept, but um, know, like the he makes socks and like okay, yeah, um, like he's like in a big company that produces socks, like head of a big company that produces socks, and he's all like, "What socks are you wearing? Those aren't good socks. I'll give you the best socks in the world." And so, like, he comes into the hospital after he gets out and is all like, where's she here? And he's, they're like, no, she's at home. And he's like, where's her home address? And so he goes to her house and gives her socks. And Okay, yeah, that sounds all very creepy. Right, and then, and then he shows up later with more socks. And, yeah, it's... Hilarity ensues. Yes. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, I don't see, I, I don't I don't see, see that, that one going well. real well now. No. No. Uh, Fox has a show called uh, Prodigal Son. And, um, it's about a guy who is, like, a detective, um, and there's a copycat serial killer. 
who's copying the crimes of the guy's father. So the guy's father's like a serial killer. Oh, I might have seen ads for this, like, maybe last... Or when they were, you know, airing pilots or ideas or something. Yeah. Uh, and it has, um... What's his name? Charlie? No, Michael Sheen? Michael Sheen? Sheen? The... From... Um... From Good Omens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's the father, right? Yes, he's the father. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, he ends up, like, going to the father to get, like, and they end up, like, working together, I guess, to... Yeah, yeah. It, it seems like an interesting concept. I don't see it going multiple seasons. But it seems yeah, interesting enough. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I suppose, like, if they go to, like, different serial killers and they still need him or something, then... Or they could do the, the blacklist kind of thing and the guy escapes and you have to, like... I see that happening, yeah. I, I see that's the end of season one, and season two is he's got to catch his own father. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. And I think that all happens on Monday. Uh, Tuesday we've got uh, Emergence on ABC. Have you seen previews for this? Um, I don't think so. It has uh, the girl from the Fargo TV show. Uh, she's playing a cop, and there's, like, a, a plane crash, I think. And there's a girl there that survived the plane crash that, um, doesn't remember anything. And then, like, she's all... Like, they I'm find gonna... a bunch of tattoos on her, and huh. they tell about a bunch of other, uh... Like a, a, like a little girl. Natural disasters... Yeah, yeah, tattoos on the little girl, and uh, and then it turns out that her father was black ops CIA, <laughs> and he has this thing called the Brown List um, about all the places he's pooped. <laughs> See, this is the like the, portion of the show. The girl um, ends up like being able to like control things with her mind or something. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It looks it looks interesting. Like yeah. the I've seen trailers for it a number of times on like Hulu. Yeah, I think I have, actually. As you were describing it, I, I do think I actually recall a trailer for it or something. I usually tune out, like, commercials, though, a lot of times. Even if they're about television shows or movies or something, I kind of just tune them out. Yeah. Um, um, ABC has a comedy called Mixedish. Yeah, is that a spinoff from Grownish and Blackish? Yeah, it's like the younger eyes version of the mother, I think. Okay, yeah. And, like, she grew up in, like, a commune, and then they leave the commune and and is and they're going to, like, normal life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I liked I liked Blackish. I enjoyed a lot of that. I never watched Grown-ish. But, you know, I'm glad for all of them. I'm glad it's continuing on. Created its own little mini-universe. Yeah. Um... FXX has a show called Cake. Is it about the musician, the food, or... I have um, no idea, because it's a... Um, it's an anthology series of uh, comedy bits. Uh, some of them animated, some of them real life. Um, like sketch comedy sort of things. 
and yeah, it's the the trailer's really weird. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, All right, but it it it, it looks kind of like uh, what was that? Love, Death, and Robots, only okay, comedy. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. I, I like anthology. Yeah, I think more of them need to be done. I think the this is all good stuff. And that's FXX? FXX, yes. Okay. Um, on Wednesday on ABC you got uh, Stumptown, which is the the Colby Smothers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, where she's like a detective, like mm-hmm. a private detective. Now, it's it's a drama, right? Uh, it's a, it, no, it's, it's more of a dramedy. Okay, dramedy, okay. Like it's, I, I, like, I knew it wasn't like a straight-up comedy. No, no, it's not a straight-up comedy, but it's it, like, it's serious, like, I'm going to capture the bad guys kind of thing, but it's it's funny one-liners. and It's it's somewhere in between Law and & Order and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um. Let's see here. CBS has a show called Carol's Second Act, and that has... Okay. Um, the lady from, uh, was everybody hates Raymond. Okay, um, yeah. Um, she was also in the middle. Uh, she was she played uh, the mother, uh, Frankie, something or other. I can't remember the actress's name. Right. Anyway, she's in this, and uh, she's a intern, like a hospital doctor intern. Um, at like old age and everyone's like what are you doing with your life and she's like well my husband left me and I needed to do something yeah and uh it's a comedy yeah yeah she's she's a very good comedic actor Uh, I I enjoy her um I was surprised that she did as well after leaving you know everybody loves Raymond um yeah but yeah it's, it's one of those things like I enjoyed like Sarah and I will still talk about some scenes that we saw in the middle. So good for her. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like it has more staying power than Bob Hart's Abishola, in my opinion. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> uh, let's see here. CBS also has a show called Evil, which I couldn't watch the entire trailer. Okay, um, is it like horror? It is really, really creepy. It's uh, uh, like a, a court psychiatrist. Okay. Um, working with a Catholic, like Catholic church, like exorcist, and like it's like people that she determined oh. are are uh, insane. Are really yeah. people who were demonically possessed, possessed. yeah. And so they're like, I've seen a trailer working, for that, I think, and it is creepy. <laughs> yeah. And I, I will not be watching that show. Yeah, it, it strikes me. Um, I don't know, kind of like it's like it could be within the Constantine universe. Maybe, yeah. You know. But it's a it's a CBS show, which is. Interesting, like that. That seems really like yeah, out of CBS's their, wheelhouse. Yeah, it's, that's definitely not something that CBS ever does. Movie or shows like that. So that's that. That's interesting in of itself. They're obviously going for a different demographic with that. Right. I'm surprised it's on CBS itself instead of like CBS All Access. 
Yeah, they because they put a lot of their stuff that they're afraid to go whole hog on on there. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. Let's see here. On like Thursday, there's uh, NBC has uh, Perfect Harmony. Okay. Uh, which is uh, the blonde girl from Pitch Perfect. And okay, yeah. Uh, Bradley Whitford doing like a a church choir. This is really like a Pitch Perfecty kind of comedy. Yeah, um, I can't remember her name, but the blonde chick from Pitch Perfect. She's a really good actor, and she just keeps getting on these series that get canceled, like these television series. Okay. She was um, she was on this series called, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, good Girls Revolt or something like that. Okay. It was on, it was on something. I saw it on Amazon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it was that, that Amazon series. It was an Amazon series? Yeah, it was. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, but she was really good in that, and she had another show or something. And it folded up. Um, can't remember what it was, but anyway, she's she's a really good actor. It just seems to be she has really bad timing. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Like, uh, this show doesn't look that good in my opinion. <laughs> it, it seems like it's probably going for the whole Glee slot. Uh, yeah, it looks. A little sillier. Um, A little sillier than Glee? Yeah. Like, Glee... Glee had, like, a story, and this looks like it's going to be, like... Guy comes to town and is going to fix up this church choir for a competition, and... Um, and Glee was more like... I don't know. Serious competition. Well, this is... Like, I don't know. It's like Doc Hollywood... Choir. They're all they're all silly competitions. I guess that's true. Just all <laughs> all competitions. When, when you win silly. like this and you just trounce all, no. all of them. I clicked Except on something e-sports. and there was a video and now it's going to be in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear anything. So uh, yeah, you won't hear it, but they will. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Um, moving on. That's Gina's version of an apology, everybody. Yes. Uh, right. Also, so, yeah, uh, comedy that night is uh, Sunnyside has a uh, Calpin uh, training people for the citizenship uh, test. I think. Okay. It's it's a it's a comedy. Um, has uh, you been watching Harmon Quest? Uh, I watched three episodes. I've not watched any since. Oh, okay. Like last, last week's episode we had um a guy that's in this show. So okay. um I keep seeing this guy pop up all over the place. He's like tall Asian gay guy. Okay. Um <laughs> So he's your uh The opposite oh, of me? What's, what's no what's the guy <laughs> that always follows me around? Uh he's he's Derek on the good plays. Yes. He's been on Harmon Quest, he's um He's eight. He's uh, detective. What's his face on nine nine? Uh, right. Dated Rosa. I can't remember his name. Anyway, he's your version of that guy. Yes. Because that guy keeps popping up in everything that I watch for at least a year and a half, two years. 
<laughs> uh, I think this guy's getting popular. Oh, uh, he's also performing at um, like a comedy festival that in in St. Louis that like some of my friends are performing in. Of course, so, yeah. <laughs> like that's. I was like, where else did he pop up recently that I saw? Anyway, that'll do it. Um, let's see here. So that's, uh, and then, and that looks, it looks kind of good. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't look quite as dumb as perfect harmony. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, let's see here. CBS has a show called the unicorn. Okay. Uh, which is about a guy who is returning to the dating life. Um, like, I guess his wife died and like, he takes care of his like two or three daughters and can't remember if it's two or three um but he like takes care of his daughters and he like coaches like like soccer and all this other stuff and like he's he's the unicorn because he's like the thing that everyone wants to date sure yeah and um yeah, he's a mythical being that doesn't actually exist and then there's all these like parents of like these kids that are all like um that are like you need to go date that single mother and like, I don't know. Uh, it it looks kind of funny. I may watch some of sure. it. Sure, sure. Uh, let's see here. That's on my Thursday. Uh, and then uh, Sunday, we've got uh, "Bless the Hearts," which is an animated show on Fox. Um, okay. Like. Meant to go with Bob's Burgers and Simpsons and Family Guy. Family Guy, yeah. American um, Dad, is that still a thing? Uh, they're not on... American Dad's not on Fox anymore, no. Okay, fair enough. I don't think. Uh, this is um, like a a family of broke people. Like it shows Like the trailer I watched showed them in like a, a drive-thru ordering like biscuits... Okay. And then, and then, uh, they're like, well, they're like searching around in the car for money to pay for it. And someone's like, oh, I've got a credit card in my back pocket. And they're like, okay, so you, can you put one biscuit on this credit card and then we'll write you a check for the rest of the, the biscuits. And I don't know. It was, it, funny, it, yeah. it, it looks kind of dumb. Yeah. Like the of, animation style is animation. not something I love. Okay. Is it, is it like anything else? Like, um, maybe like the uh, remember when they had the the Napoleon Dynamite cartoon? Oh yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay, if anything that makes you think of Napoleon Dynamite in any way, <laughs> shape, or form is obviously an out for me. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. There's also a show called Almost Family on Fox. And uh, remember that British show about like the um, like the the fertility doctor that uses sperm to yeah sisterhood or something like that. Yeah, this is that exact same show, just Americanized. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Like it's not not like they brought it over from the UK or whatever. It's just, they they redid it same yeah with American same storyline. Yep. Fair enough. 
Yeah. And then the CW on Sunday night has uh, Batwoman. Yeah. Have you seen Did like the trailer for this at all? No, I haven't. It's. Uh, it looks kind of good, I guess. Um, yeah. Like it's, I never really got into Gotham and a few of those other things. It's like those it's like uh, Well, this is it's stuff. it's CW, so it's it's in the universe of like the the Flash and it's Green Arrow. Arrow, and, yeah. I liked Flash. I watched yeah. the first couple episodes or a couple seasons of Green Arrow, and then I lost track of that. And then I lost or I watched probably the first couple seasons of the Flash. Mm-hmm. Seems to be I watched the first couple seasons of anything DCCW. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll drop it. Um, and this is, I, I guess this is like Bruce Wayne's like lesbian niece. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. In uh, in the comic books. She was, she was gay, I believe. Okay. Um, and yeah, uh, her dad was like, uh, her dad was a detective. I don't think she, I'm pretty sure she wasn't related to Bruce Wayne in the comic books. Or I don't know. There's, there's I don't know. a dozen different people that have been like Batwoman, Batgirl, Robin, Batman, all of them. You know, I don't know. It's hard to keep track. But yeah, it, the, the fact is, in the most recent one that I read, um, Batwoman is a lesbian. Right, yeah. that's And she is in this as well. Okay, fair enough. And that's I think that, that kind of wraps up the uh, the new TV for the your traditional TV. That uh, wraps up new releases for TV. Okay. So, uh, anything streaming? Uh, there's a couple streaming movies. Uh, Netflix is doing. Um, they're they're calling it Netflix and Chills. Okay. Uh, there. Uh, there's That's clever. A... That's clever, Netflix. Yes. I applaud your. I pl- applaud your marketing department. Yes. Um, and there's a movie called uh, In the Shadow of the Moon, and yeah. it's about a serial killer that shows up every nine years. Okay, so kind of like the Jeepers Creepers kind of a thing? Uh, no. No? It's more, um, like, I think they're, like, displaced in time. Okay. Is what I got from the trailer. Fair enough. Sounds interesting. Yeah. It looked pretty good. But then I found out it was going to be, like, a horror movie, and I'm like, uh, maybe not. Yeah. But... I might watch it, and then if I get halfway into it and I'm creeped out, then I'll turn it off. Yeah, I'm I'm very comfortable walking away from movies nowadays. <laughs> uh, there's also In the Tall Grass, which is a uh, Stephen King um, adaptation. Adaptation. Uh, there's a couple young kids here, like a screaming kid coming from the tall grass, and they go out into the tall grass and they get stuck. Ah. Um, in some sort of trap. Okay. And, uh... That sounds like a Stephen King plot. Yeah. It's like from Stephen King and his son? I think is okay. the... It's like they, they joint wrote it. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, so it's a horror movie. Um... And those are both on Netflix. And I've heard pretty good things about it in the tall grass. Like I can see Netflix like just doing like all of Stephen King's stuff. 
Yeah. Agree. Um, that's streaming movies. Uh, theater movies. So, on the 27th, there's Abominable. I didn't really see anything yeah. else. That, I, that looks that looks cute. It's I, I think it's meant to be like the new How to Train Your Dragon. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly what they're going for. I can see them creating an entire universe based off of that. Yeah, and I think uh, I think it'll do pretty well. Yeah, uh, there's also a Judy Garland biopic thing. Okay, or wait, something like that. Yeah. I saw that, um, but it wasn't planned in any of my local theaters. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's going to stay in theaters for very long. It's one of those things that I think they're just doing like an Oscar bid kind of a thing. Yeah, but it's starring Renee Zellweger. Okay, as the tit, as the titular Judy Garland. Um, there's a lot of foreign films coming out. Um, I don't think any of them are really that noteworthy. Yeah. Uh, on the fourth. We've got uh, Dolomite is my name, mm-hmm. and I can't believe these two movies are coming out at the same week: Gemini Man and Joker. Yeah, they're uh, they're competing for uh, different audiences, really. Though. I guess so. Because uh, I mean, the Joker is not necessarily like a DC movie or anything. This is standalone. This doesn't connect with anything. It's not a Batman film or anything. Right. Um. And I've heard a lot of mixed reviews about it. I, I'm very interested in it. I, I really want to reward them for doing this. Yeah. Um, I'm very interested in it. Even if it's a really bad movie, if I hear a bunch of bad reviews coming out, I'm probably still going to go see it. Okay. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. And Gemini Man is interesting just because of the technology. Yeah, yeah. Um. And for those that don't know, Gemini Man is Will Smith versus Will Smith. Versus uh, the Fresh I, Prince. <laughs> that's right. I saw an ad, actually. He was dressed up as the Fresh Prince, and he was talking about, like, he was talking as if he was in the 1990s. And then he was talking about this new movie, Gemini Man, coming out soon. And I was like, oh, they got me. They totally got me. Because I really thought that it was, like, an old clip and it was going to have something to do with, like, you know, oh, maybe one day I'll be in a movie and I'll play against myself. <laughs> you know, and it was just—it was just literally they had de-aged him to look like that, and it's impressive. It's it, the technology for that is really being like utilized really, really well for the de-aging process, right? Um, uh, current war also is the director's cut is coming out that that week too. What's that? The current war. Oh, really? Yeah, that's the one with the the uh, Tesla and yeah Edison and, and Edison and what's his face? The, there's a Westinghouse. Third guy, Westinghouse. That's it. Westinghouse. Uh, but it's Tom Holland, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Nicholas Holt, Tuppence Middleton. Okay. I, I think that seems interesting. Yeah, I think that's going to be. I, I think all those movies are going to be. You're going to see like. Five hundred dollar Gemini Man and Joker. Yeah, and then you know what? Actually, uh, according to IMDb, I'm just looking through it really now. It says Gemini Man comes out the 11th. Does it? Yeah. Do you want to double check that? 
That's what I saw. Let's see here. Because it would make more sense for it to come out the following week. Uh, quick Google says it's the 11th as well, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, so he's just wrong. We're just discussing Gemini Man. But anyway, yeah, Joker <laughs> I think is the best investment there uh, for the week of the 4th. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I don't know. Nothing else is coming out. It's just going to be a continuation of Downton Abbey, I guess. I don't know. Abominable might be. It might. Yeah, it actually might. Uh, it, it might carry over. Everything. If it's it good. It looks really good. It looks really good. It just If it's got a good story, that's that's the thing. Um. Yeah, so there's no point in us talking about anything else coming yep. out because it's, Gino's just wrong. Yep. Wrong, 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 wrong. My name is Dolomite, though. That's like a, a Shaft sequel, sequel or a spinoff, right? Or something? Um, I don't know. Like, Dolomite was a... Wasn't that a... Let's see here... The story of a performer, Rudy Ray Moore, who assumed the role of an iconic pimp named Dolomite in the 1970s. So the, okay, fair enough. Uh, I'm probably just I'm probably just off. Let's see here. When Hollywood shuts him out, multi-talented Rudy Ray Moore strikes out on his own to make the 1975 black exploitation film Dolomite. Eddie Murphy okay. stars. Yeah, I, I knew it was Eddie Murphy. Uh, it's kind of like him trying to do a comeback. Don't call it a comeback. Um, uh, you want to get into what we're watching? Yeah, let's do that. Want to talk about? Nope, we can get into what we're watching. Okay. Um, uh, you watched Woo Assassin? I watched the first episode of it. Yeah. Okay. I've um, I've heard some good reviews about it, but watching the trailer, I was not enthused. So. The what do you action think? sequences are really, really good. They're really well choreographed, but the uh, I think that the the production budget for the special effects they were scraping the bottom of the barrel. Okay, it's really bad CGI every time they have to use CGI. Okay, um, but the fight scenes and everything are kind of worth it. Okay, uh, just watching the first episode, um, it's. The storyline's not going to, I think, blow you away or anything, but if you're looking just for an action movie, just with a lot of fighting and everything, like, it, it reminds me of, like, the the hallway scene of Daredevil or, um, I don't know, just uh, just a lot of, like, the Marvel Netflix fight scenes. You know, really well choreographed, but not exactly the best budget when it comes to special effects. That's That's all I've got to say about that, really. Okay. It, it was it was good enough. I will probably go back and continue watching more. Um, but yeah, yeah, the storyline it doesn't seem good. But I don't think that's the reason to kind of tune in and watch that one. Um, I watched an interesting documentary. I actually watched it a week ago, um, but it was the amazing Jonathan documentary. Yeah, and I think I talked to you. Did I talk to you about this? You didn't talk to me about it. We 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 discussed. We discussed it coming out, and you talked about... Yeah, like, yeah. Well, 
okay, so I was watching the documentary, and it's very interesting because there's this guy, and he's making a documentary about The Amazing Jonathan, which is a stand-up comedian slash magician. Mm-hmm. And I've always enjoyed his specials. I like his bits. But the thing is, that I'd heard years ago that, you know, he got diagnosed with a heart disease, and he had a year to live. And so this documentary comes, like, three or four years after his diagnosis where he's he's still living like he's just waiting to die any day could be his last day he like he can just die and so they're making a documentary about that and he starts his tour again and then all of a sudden another documentary crew comes in and wants to make a documentary and he signs off on it it's like yeah yeah go ahead and make you know the more the merrier and then it gets even more ridiculous where you find out there was a third documentary crew that was making it before this guy and here's the weird thing, though. He mentions a fourth documentary being made. What? And if you do any research into this, it doesn't hold water. Okay. Like, apparently he got this diagnosis back in 2000, and, like 2012 or something like that. Uh-huh. He's still alive today. Yeah. And the other documentary that they said had come out, like, in, the, in this documentary, there was a documentary that came out. It doesn't exist. <laughs> like, you can look online, and, you know, online you can find anything. If anybody anywhere makes a movie, you can, you know, at least do a Google search and come up with it. You can't find any other Amazing Jonathan documentaries to have ever come out before this one. And in the movie, in the documentary, it mentions how... Like, he looked into faking his own death for publicity and, you know, reappearing as himself, like, years later or something. And it really makes me think this entire thing, like, him and his heart issues, it's a publicity stunt. And this documentary is all fiction. It's not, you know, it's all staked. Weird. And it's, it is, it's very, very weird. Because I thought, as I was watching, it's like, oh, this is interesting. It's going to turn from... A, Instead of a documentary about this guy, it's going to turn into a documentary about making a documentary about this guy. And, like, the processes of making a documentary and having to compete for their time and all this and that. But then it just takes this left turn into absurdity. And so it's one of those things, I don't know how I feel about it. It's, it was interesting. And I don't feel as though, I'm not sure if it was true. I'm not sure if it wasn't true. I'm just really, it's, it's just weird. It's a weir- really weird feeling. And, but I, I did enjoy watching it. It was entertaining, at least. Okay. Um, as far as documentaries go, I finished watching Harmontown. Okay, yeah. So and, how was that? It um, took you about a month or so to watch. Yeah, it, it was sitting on my my plex, going, "You're halfway through this." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, I guess I was going through, and I was cleaning out like the." The, the halfway played things and going, okay, I don't want to watch this. or okay. and I was like, well, I guess I'll finish watching Harmontown. Okay. And um, they try to end it with a, with a, we learned something about how to, about like the heart of people and how uh, Harmonians are, are people who just want to make other, or just see other people be happy. Okay. And uh, it, it, it kind of fell flat for me at the end. Okay, fair enough. So you're saying just go and watch the first half? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, it it didn't really feel as sincere as they tried to make it seem. I mean, the entire concept of this movie 
of this documentary, Harmontown, it really just seems it just screams home movie to me, as opposed to documentary. So I I just don't know. I don't think I'm ever going to pick it up. Yeah, you don't have to. Um, Sarah and I we sat down. We started watching the third season of Crazy Ex Girlfriends. Okay. And it is an excellent, excellent show. It is really well done. Um, the writing on it's really tight. Every episode has at least a musical number. Um, it's incredibly feminist, but also kind of making fun of feminists and femininity and you know current motifs of what is the expectations of a woman in society. And it branches out into like you know other things, and it's just it's just really really well done. It's really funny. And it's taking this weird, dark twist that kind of had to happen, but it's one of those things that in most, you know, comedies they wouldn't take this dark twist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one, they're they're just going for it. It's like, yeah, yeah, she's she's crazy. She is she is an insane person. She is mentally unwell, and she needs to seek help. And it's just so far this season has just been her spiral down into hitting rock bottom. Okay. But it's still really funny. Like, it's still a lot of laugh-out-loud moments. I highly recommend Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I think you and Becca would really enjoy it. We tried to watch the first season, and we just could not do it. Yeah, I, there's something wrong with you then. I just don't know. <laughs> I just uh, Sarah and I just both really enjoy it, and we're, we're glad that we're picking it back up. Um, let's see here. I finished watching Mr. Iglesias. Okay, and Which, that's the stand Gabriel Iglesias stand-up special. Uh, no, that's a it's an actual like oh television TV series. Show. Yeah, series where yeah. he's a teacher. Okay, yeah, it's kind of inspired by his stand-up, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's 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 not bad. It's a little okay. It's a little um, I don't know. It it doesn't feel real. It feels very like. Sitcommy, not not sitcommy, but like I don't know. Um, it's like this is the same feeling that like the old Saved by the Bell had. Yeah. Um, where they're just you know, you know it's it, the the writing's there to land the jokes and the it's not a real story. Like they they have some story to it, and um. I don't know, like, he's all supporting the kids, and he's all doing what's best for everyone else, and and it's, I don't know, like, the, the it's not bad. Yeah. Um, you, is it, is it kind of like George Lopez and all of his stuff? I didn't watch enough of that to... Okay. Um, I don't know, like, you could watch an episode or two and uh, get a feel for it, and... Fair enough. And it's only like eight episodes long or something like that, so. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Becca's been watching uh, Cloak and Dagger, and I watched some of that with her. And it's very voodoo-y and very good. Okay, cool. What, um, is, what is that on? What is Cloak and Dagger? Uh, it's available on Hulu. It's a, it's a freeform show. Okay, that's right. I might have to check that out then. Uh, we've also been watching, uh, we started watching Titans and then she's kind of gone on ahead of that without me. Um, Titans is the... Oh, okay. That's the live action... Yeah. Teen Titan. Uh, yes. With Robin, 
Cyborg, Starfire, Raven, Beast Boy, all that? Um, no Cyborg. No Cyborg? Okay, fair enough. They, they had intentions for him elsewhere, I guess. Or at least not yet. Okay, he may appear in enough. Season 2. Okay, so you liking that? Uh, Becca is. I watched the first, like, three, four episodes, and it was okay. It's, it's DC's really dark. Yeah, yeah, it can be. And it's just... They cannot, they cannot make fun of themselves at all. It's, it's kind of interesting they did Shazam the way they did. So, yeah, like... And that's on DCU? Yes. Okay. Um, I watched a little more Hunter Hunter. Uh-huh. And I have to say that I'm getting tired of going. Yeah. I'm 80-some um, episodes tired. in, and I, I, I'm kind of annoyed by him as well. Well, the, the thing is, like, his constant thing of, like, I'm going to show them how powerful I am by getting my ass kicked constantly and keep getting up. You know? Oh, are you at the end of the uh, the Hunter exam? <laughs> no, I, I did finish that, which was frustrating in of itself. But now I'm... I, I'm where they're at the assassin's house and he comes up to this assistant associate butler or something and he basically just keeps running at her and keeps getting hit in the head keeps getting knocked down and that shows his determination it's like no dodge i was just expecting him one time it's like okay she's just getting used to hitting him in the same place in the same way every time and now he's going to dodge under it because he's fast he's fast and he's strong you know and it's just very frustrating when characters behave like that. Like, oh, we have to show his determination and his inability to fight somebody that's innocent. It's like, no! Right. Dodge under her! And I just I just don't know. I, I'll probably continue watching it, but I'm already starting to get burnt out on his character. Kilo was my favorite. See, yeah, he seems really interesting. Um, but still, I'm just, I'm very frustrated with with him and I don't see his character changing much. I'm I'm interested how you'll 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 feel about like uh are you still watching it on Hulu or are you watching it on Netflix now or what are I you... sw- I switched it over to Netflix just so that I could skip the intro and skip the outro. Yeah. I'm interested to see like season 3 is different. Okay. Uh it focuses more on uh Karapika. Which one's that? Um, the, oh, the that's, that's the one guy. where... Yeah, that's where his entire family was killed by... Yes. The, like, by some people, which I assume one of them is possibly the clown guy? Um... Maybe. Maybe? Okay, fair enough. Uh... Uh, you'll see. <laughs> okay, I'll see. I'll see. Um... But yeah, it's it's one of those things that I don't know. With some anime, some of the tropes just kind of wear on me. Yeah, I guess I haven't uh, watched enough anime to to have that happen. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Enjoy, enjoy your infancy. Um, let's see. Uh, any other television shows you've been watching? Um, I'm up to date on Harmon Quest. I watched today's episode already. Nice. Um, and. Today's episode was pretty good. Like you were saying, you were looking for some funny, and like the last couple episodes have been pretty funny. Okay, good, good. I'll have to check it out then. Um, 
I've been watching Undone. I am two episodes from the end of it. Okay, how's that? Uh, it is it is pretty good. I would recommend okay. watching it. Um, I'm always seeing like little clips advertised on like uh, on on your Fire Instagram Stick? or something like that. Okay. No, no, no. It's just like little repeated images of like things happening, and it really it it really reminds me of oh. What was that thing? It was the thing about philosophy, and it was like uh, it was it was animated over like live action, like they oh, shot it with live action. The the waking, it. yeah, the waking life. Life, yeah. Um, it, the the animation style really reminds me of that. Yeah, it is. You know, like Scanner Darkly and yeah, yeah. all this and that, and it it's I, I really like that concept and everything, um, and the fact that. It, all like mindfucky really strikes me as that so yeah if you haven't seen waking life i'd recommend that it's a really old movie though uh, i can see it actually being kind of hard to find yeah that's what i was now. thinking um but yeah uh so undone's good that's that's amazon right uh yes um it's good it has uh the girl from alita and uh, Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. Okay, yeah. Yeah, the girl from Alita, I hope that she's a good actress. She's okay. Yeah, because in Alita Battle Angel, she did not strike me as good. No. Um, I don't know. Like, it's... It's... Uh, as far as, like, acting goes, it's not, it's not particularly good, but, like... The the story's good and the overarching story and all that. Yeah, I, I like what they do with the the animation because you can't you can't do the the weird trippy sort of things without some sort of animation like that or some CGI. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. And if your budget's not high enough, animation over live action is the better option. Uh, okay, I looked it up. Waking Life. It's available for purchase and yeah. for rent. On a lot of things, but it is not available streaming anywhere for free or nope. with the subscription. But you can rent it via Hoodoo, Hoodoo. or Voodoo, <laughs> Voodoo, not Hoodoo, Voodoo, Hoodoo, you do remind me of the name. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's on YouTube, it's on Apple, or iTunes, it's on Google. It's yeah, available can, on the. You can box. rent it everywhere. You can rent it anywhere. It's. I don't know if it's worth renting, though. It's, right. I had a copy of this, but somebody borrowed it from me and turned it Joe Deck. And so... <laughs> yeah. I can't loan it out to anybody that, you know, emails me about it now, because I can send it to you as long as you agree to send it back. <laughs> no, I can't do that. Uh, let's see. I watched uh, Ready Player One with Sarah. Okay. Because uh, she read the book just for the first time okay. a year or so ago. And she hadn't seen the movie? so... No, no, she hadn't seen the movie. And so she was disappointed. Yeah. And I, I want to find somebody who watched the movie without reading the book. Okay. Because I don't think the movie in of itself is bad. I think the movie no. is decent. I think it's fine. But I think in comparison to the setup that the book sets, it's it's impossible for it to have been translated over to film uh, effectively. Yeah. And so Sarah was disappointed with quite a few things. Um... But she enjoyed it. Like, it's just, it's visually, it's, it's you know, it's a really good ride. 
Um, let's see. Oh, I watched um, the first episode of A Little Late with Lily Singh. Okay, yeah. So was that good? Uh, it is. It is pretty good. Um, okay. She's she's young. Um, I feel old. Yeah. And um, like she's YouTube star, and I'm not a YouTube watcher, so. Fair enough. Uh, it feels a little weird, but but it's it's not not bad, and she's very like feminist diversity kind of supportive. Okay, yeah. Um, like the one of the big jokes in the the first episode is that like the media is referring to her as um as what, what was it? It was like not white bisexual female. Okay. And or something like that, or and she's all like, and now welcome to. A little late with, um, yeah, I don't know. A not white bisexual female. Yeah. Okay. But like, uh, in the first ep- uh, first episode, the first guest is uh, Mindy Kaling. Okay, fair enough. That's interesting. Yeah. So they were like, "Has there really been? Has there ever been this many Indian women on TV at the same time?" <laughs> That's funny. Well, no, they're they're both right there. I mean, unless they starred in the same film. Right, that's a bad joke. <laughs> but um, it's only it's only like a half hour long, so okay, yeah. It may not even be a half hour long. I think it goes from like, like you know, how, um, on Eastern Time, like the uh, the Tonight Show runs from like eleven thirty five or whatever till till like. Twelve thirty-five, and then the late show runs from twelve thirty-five to yeah one thirty-five, and this one's from like one thirty-five to two. Okay, so it's it's short. Fair enough. Yeah, it could be an, it could be a YouTube video. <laughs> okay, well that's probably what they're going for. But um, yeah, it, it was decent, and I I think I think Sarah would be interested in it, which is why I said you should watch it. Yeah. And you can find that on Hulu as well. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, Secret Life 2 with the kids. Mm-hmm. How is that? And it's it's less a movie than it is like, you know how it used to be they would do a movie and then there'd be like a direct-to-sequel or direct-to-video sequel. Yeah, yeah. Where it's, it's like a series of shorts or something like that. Oh, okay. That's how this kind of films. It's... It's a bunch of disconnected storylines that kind of meet up at the end. Oh, okay. But it's it's, it's not it's, like the it's overarching pets actually. story. Yes. <laughs> and uh, like Secret Life of Pets, it was basically about you know Max and his coming to terms with there being another dog, kind of a thing, right? Okay, I haven't seen it, but yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, there's there's that that, and then they kind of continue on with that with. You know, now they have a kid. Like they they have a human child. Okay. And so they they kind of go in through that, uh, but like all of the supporting cast, like all the other characters, they kind of have their own little story arc that they go through. And 
I don't know. Like, it seems to be they they could have just easily just made a television series. But I, I see them doing that next. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix had a Secret Life of Pets series. Yeah, yeah. Or Amazon or Hulu or something, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I, I don't know. It's it, it was It was all fun. It was all fun enough. And it was interesting because... I was watching it and I realized like halfway through it's like, oh, that's not Louis C.K. <laughs> because he was the main character in the first one and he was replaced with Patton Oswalt in the second one because, you know, reasons. Yeah. And so I, I completely forgot. So it, his character portrayal was good enough that I kind of forgot that all that happened. And my kids didn't notice at all. Yeah. And so it's, it's one of those things. Um... My kids are really bad about, like, recognizing voice actors. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't think I was as a kid either. Like, yeah. I, I guess I'm a freak. But anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was all right. It was it was well done. It just seemed like a series of shorts as opposed to its own, you know, standalone movie. Um, let's see. I watched uh, the Netflix movie Falling in Love. Okay, we talked about that. that. Uh, yeah. It was like your standard rom com. Okay, yeah, I, I wasn't expecting too much from that. It was, it was okay. Okay. I watched uh, uh, the Between Two Ferns movie that we talked about. Yeah, I watched the trailer for that actually, and uh, I don't know how I feel about it. How was the movie? The movie was really awkward. I, I'm not a big fan of awkward comedy. Yeah, I, I have a lot of issues with that too. And, uh, like, the entire movie was that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best part for me was the like the outtakes at the end where he'd say things and the he'd ask a question and the and the the interviewee would just bust out laughing like what the hell is this yeah. question kind of laughing? Yeah, he'd, he'd catch the guest unaware or something. Yeah, the thing is that if your best part is the outtakes. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Then it's not a good. I don't movie. think it's. I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> worth watching. Yeah, so I. I just don't know. I, I think it's interesting they made that. Yeah, but yeah, I just it doesn't it doesn't strike me as something I need to watch. Um, I watched the first of the Monkey King series. Um, Is it a series of movies? Yeah, it's a series of movies. They've got three or four of them out now. Okay. Uh, but they're 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 Japanese. You can find them subtitled. It's it's available streaming in a couple places. Uh, but they're there's good. a uh, there's a Monkey King series. Um, it's Australian. Okay, that's on Netflix. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's related. Probably not. This is about like uh, the the monkey demon god. Uh huh. Um, and how he, like, came to be in this one. This one, the series... Oh, it's The New Legends of Monkey. The Monkey King Returns. Okay, yeah. Well, anyway, there's there's some movies. And they're good for, like, uh, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon kind of wire work. The effects in the first one's not very good, but I've seen trailers for the other ones. And I'll probably, I'll probably watch two or three. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, you should... But it's one of those things, like, the story doesn't... Like, the, the the story itself doesn't seem to matter that much, at least in the first one. 
Uh, yeah, you should you should watch those movies. If you're gonna watch those movies, you should you should watch the series, the the new Legends of Monkey. Yeah. I might watch it. Yeah, and that's on Netflix. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, I might check that out. Rebecca watched some of that. And it was okay. Is it animated? No. No. Okay. Because I need to see my kung fu. Right. Um, and we watched as a family uh, Charlotte's Web the. 2012 Charlotte's Web, something like that. Oh, anyway, the, the one the with one, the, like live action. Dakota Fanning. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the it's got Dakota Fanning. Uh, it had Oprah. It had uh, Reva McIntyre. I don't know uh, that I've seen that. Julia Roberts. She plays Charlotte. It had. Uh, let me think. Uh, Steve Buscemi as uh, the the rat. I can't mm-hmm. remember his name right now. Um. Templeton, that's the rat. That is right. It had Robert Redford. It had Cedric the Entertainer. I mean, it had a huge cast of like voice actors, you know. And it was good. It was a good adaptation, I think. Uh, uh, Zizi, she had read the book at school, and we read it to her like a year or so ago. And so she really wanted to see it, and we all sat down, and we enjoyed it as a family. It was good. What about um, the, the animated film? Well, we, we might watch that at some point. I might just let them watch it. We were just sitting down to watch it, this one as a family. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I've got no... It, uh, the thing is that you might as well go whole hog if you're going to do, like, a live-action adaptation <laughs> whole of something hog. where the... Yeah. Uh, it, you know, if you're going to do something where, like, I think the 70s... Like, if they did an animated series in the 70s or something or an animated movie, and that's still good enough... You know, you might as well take it to the next level when it comes to, like, just filling it full of stars to be able to get it through. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, I don't know, like, How the Grinch Stole Christmas and stuff. To me, like, still the animated one from, like, the what the 70s or 80s. Right. It's still, it's still good, you know. There's no reason to kind of move on from that. Excuse you. That was traffic. Sure it was. <laughs> Um, butt traffic. Butt traffic. Um, but yeah, you watch anything else? Any other movies? I uh, watched Toy Story four. Ooh, how was that? Uh, it's not. I didn't cry as much as Toy Story three, but it's still pretty uh, emotional. Okay. I don't know. Okay, I yeah. bawled at Toy Story three. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got choked up at the end of Toy Story three as myself. Like there was two scenes actually that got me where they just give up and they. You know, they accept their fate for all being incinerated together. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, no, this is how it ends. <laughs> and, you know, the whole Andy giving his toys so they continue to be played with and everything. You know, that, that made me really choked up. Um, I mean, I heard during the making of this, that, like, I think it was Tim Allen. Like, he was he was recording dialogue for his final scene. And he got he couldn't finish it. Like, it took multiple takes because he kept you know, starting to like choke up and everything. Yeah. I can see that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those things that, um, I, I want to watch it. I don't know if my kids, I don't know if I want them to watch it because I don't know if they need to experience that kind of sadness in life. Hmm. Have they seen three? Uh, they have seen one and two. Okay. They have seen three. Like four is not, it's not bad. Like as far as, okay. Like, could we skip three? Uh, maybe. Maybe? Okay. 
Um, but anyway, you should yeah, you should watch it. You should pre-screen it and yeah, and then I'll, make a I'll decision. Probably pre-screen it sometime. Um, but yeah, Toy Story. It, it, they just <laughs> they they really get me in the fills. Those toys just love Andy so much. <laughs> Uh, all right, but yeah, um, that's that's all I've been watching. You watch anything else? Uh, I think that's it. Okay, we coming up on a tight ninety. Uh, yeah, we're a little over. Okay. A little over, okay. A little, little loose ninety. Little loose ninety. Little loose ninety. Uh, we're right. not as loose uh, as we are some episodes. <laughs> fair enough. A tight one eighty. Anyway, uh, so. You can uh, find us on Facebook, uh, yeah. Media Monday Show, or um, which we don't really Media post Monday anything Show. or anything. But yeah, we really don't. We, we kind of <laughs> dropped that entire part of it. Um, or you can email us at mediamondayshow@gmail.com. At yep. Um, uh, you can find us at Fantasy Movie League. the The league is Media Monday Show, and the password is Gino, capital G, lowercase E N O, Gino. And you can also, I guess, talk to us in person if you're one of those people. Yeah, yeah. I suppose. Uh, yeah, I mean, who, who wants to do that in this day and age? You can give me a call on my Google Voice number. It's a... Uh, no, I'm not going to throw my number out there. Really? Okay. I was surprised about this. <laughs> That's a good way to get a lot of really weird phone calls. Right? Um, no, I'll throw it out there. It's 314-827-GINO. Gino, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I guess this is a nice test to see if any trolls are listening to us. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put any of my numbers or other contact information. you got to reach out to me through proper channels. <laughs> yes. Like walk um, up to him at the store. That's right. Exactly. I want to be stalked in the real world. <laughs> I don't actually. Please don't stalk me. Um, but yeah, so if you know of anything that we should be watching, disagree or agree with us, let us know. Um, at any of those places, pick up the podcast at places that you obviously are already finding without our help. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks. All right. All right. Thank you, and bye-bye. Bye-bye.